You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. Welcome to The Strong Room, presented by Macmillan Estate Planning. I'm Wayne Nelson. On today's show, we're going to be discussing recreational property. That vacation home you own somewhere, maybe it's a cabin at the lake or in the woods or at a resort, maybe it's something more substantial. Is it even in Alberta or is it outside the province? The important question is, do you intend to pass it on to the next generation? Joining me this morning to talk about recreational properties and what families can do to protect them from undue risk is Macmillan Estate Planning Legal Counsel, Henry Villanueva. Good morning, Henry. Good morning, Wayne. So that would be the first question. Does a person intend to succeed the property to the next generation? Important one, because if they don't, then we can go home today. Exactly. Uh, This issue comes up uh, quite commonly these days. And it's because uh, families now are being uh, more and more um, international or cross-provincial or Canada-wide, sure. come to say. So uh, the typical family now has children who live uh, in Calgary. Some children move to Vancouver. Some go to study in Ontario. And mom and dad, for example, like to visit their grandkids on Ontario and they like to do it more often. And all of a sudden, here comes the Ontario Lake property. Yes. Or, or the... Kelowna or BC property. Exactly. And then they get grandkids in BC and they love having wine and all of a sudden they have a Kelowna property as well. Or what about heading down to Whitefish or Flathead Lake? Perfect. You know, same thing. Now we've crossed borders in more ways than one. So what are the risks? Are people aware of those risks? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, I share in the fun and enjoyment with the families who we plan for and with uh, when they tell me their stories and how they made memories when they went to Phoenix, to BC, to Ontario, or even internationally to the Bahamas, for example. Uh, and then they tell me all about the stories and how they want to keep it forever and, you know, grow old in these recreational properties and play with their grandkids. Uh, the reality strikes when uh, I talk to them about um, whether... Uh, they plan to go to the same place or they plan to travel to different locations and on exactly whether or not the kids uh, enjoy it themselves. And that would be a big consideration. No point in passing it on if the kids don't enjoy it. Mm -hmm. If mom and dad enjoy going to uh, the lake property, uh, but the kids aren't very fond of fishing as much as dad is. They'd uh, rather be sitting on a beach in Hawaii somewhere. Exactly. Then... um, it might be more of a sensitive discussion because if mom and dad want the kids to take over and for this property to live happily ever after throughout their generations, then it might not be a reality. So here we have this recurring theme, Henry, that we've discussed on previous shows, communication, talk to the kids. Exactly. We want to find out what their expectations are and what mom and dad's expectations are. And somewhere, hopefully, we can come to an agreement. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to come to an agreement because it's mom and dad's decision. But there's got to be a happy medium there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And about having discussions with the kids as well, uh, I learned a couple of things. First of all, uh, what actually mom and dad are into, be it the lake, the forest, or the beach, is not exactly what the kids are into themselves. They have their own preferences and they have their own preferences for their kids as well. Another thing is, um, funny to mention it, but uh, 
the taste and decor of mom and dad might not be the taste and decor of the kids. Okay, mom and dad might like it old fashioned while the kids like more modern decor and that throws off the recreational property for them and that's maybe why they do not have a, a huger or larger sentimental value toward the property. Uh, with this in mind, what you need to do as far as parents talking to your kids is to get to know what their intentions are as far as the property. Should mom and dad pass away? Do the kids want to continue to enjoy this property? Uh, before enjoying the property, would the kids need to spend a bunch of money on um, renovating, maintenance, renovation? Or upgrading or maybe even demolish it and build new on the property. Exactly. And uh, whether or not they want to hang on to this property, considering the, the value of real estate as well. All right. So some important considerations. Again, communication. What's next? What's next is uh, gauge the sentimental value of the property uh, in regard to the family. Is this a property where everybody goes for Easter vacation? Is this the property where everybody meets over Christmas time? Or is this a property that only mom and dad like to go to, like, for example, going to Phoenix or somewhere else in Arizona for golf purposes? Right. And maybe the kids came along when they were little, but they haven't brought them since and the kids don't care. That's true. That's another thing. Uh, and the sentimental value has a, a, a pretty big impact as far as the success of this uh, planning for the recreational property. If the family's intention and goal is to keep the property going from generation to gener generation, there is a higher need for us to do planning for the recreational property and possibly putting it into a trust for the family to enjoy generations to come. Whereas if the family's enjoyment of the property is sporadic and it's mainly just for mom and dad's enjoyment and recreation, then when the kids receive the property, this may end to be a property that might eventually be sold. So we have to utilize the right real estate tools when planning for a recreational property or a vacation property. That's true. And in this particular context, we also have to be mindful of the legal and tax implications. In regard to the legal implications, we want to take note on where this property is situated because the, la the laws on property differ according to provinces. The laws in Ontario would be different from BC versus Alberta and of course different in the United States or somewhere in Mexico. Uh, that's for legal planning. We have to know who's on title, what the encumbrances are on title and what the restrictions are as far as that property. In regard to the tax aspect, we have to be mindful as well on what the tax implications are upon the sale or the transfer of this property. In each of the jurisdictions it, where it may be located. Exactly, because the tax laws also change according to where the property is located. And along with a tax change in regulation, there's also a tax change in the amount of tax that may be payable from the transfer of property from parent to child or child to parent or vice versa. Another aspect that we have to consider as well is um, what is inside the recreational property. As what you've mentioned, uh, since families wish to keep this property from generation to generation, usually the issue around that is maintenance, use of the property, and uh, renovation. 
first of all, maintenance. Of course, everybody has to change the deck once in a while and not only the deck, the appliances in the house as well. And not only that, everything else that goes with the recreational property, including the toys, such as uh, the skidoos or the boats. The, the boats and the trucks that may be left there. Uh, these are part and parcel of the recreational property. And what about cleanliness? Because some families have a certain standard of cleanliness that may not apply to others. That's right. There's a different standard of cleanliness uh, per uh, individual and family as well. And uh, usually what mom and dad uh, do when they succeed the property is put down uh, rules and regulations as far as cleanliness. And not only that, Wayne, they also put in rules and regulations as far as the use of the property. Now, does that mean that they will assign certain times for each of their children to be able to use the vacation property, much it, like a timeshare. That's correct. That's correct. So what parents do is they allot uh, certain um, time periods wherein the family members will have access to the property. And what that means is if you have a child who's going with his or her friends, and uh, that's at the same time the family is having a, a family reunion, well, the family reunion will, of course, trump the, the party of the, the kids. Right. Let's talk a little bit more about this when we come back, Henry. My guest this morning is Macmillan Estate Planning Legal Counsel, Henry Villanueva. It's never too soon to start a life plan. It might be too late to dictate your wishes if you don't have documentation in place. Life plans are all about maximizing wealth, protecting assets, and minimizing tax. They're about making sure your wants and needs are protected and your wishes are honored. You can get a lot of good ideas about life planning by going to MacmillanEstate.com and reading the blog topics that are posted. Then call the office weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464 and make an appointment to sit down with the Macmillan Estate Planning Professional. The Macmillan team will take you through the process step-by-step step and craft a plan specifically suited to your wishes and needs. You can also take in one of their free seminars to learn more about the process of building a life plan. The next seminars are May 23rd in Calgary and the 28th in Edmonton. It might be the best 90 minutes you can invest in your own future and the future of those you love. You're listening to The Strong Room on 770 CHQR. 